0: wind down, swirl that glass, open up, if you like how it's feeling, catch the fire, turn it up, y'all know what time it is, the Millennial Song Podcast, have a seat and grab a glass, Millennial Song Podcast, time to wind down,
1: swirl that glass. My name is Isis Daniel, also known as the Millennial Psalm, and we are here for the Millennial Psalm podcast, 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 y'all. Now, I just want to say happy Thanksgiving to everyone. I hope you had a wonderful holiday, but we are officially in holiday season, so let me know if you got your Christmas trees up, your Christmas lights up, all that jazz. What are we doing for the holidays, and what are we drinking, okay? I know for me and most other people, this is the sparkling wine season, so Please let me know if y'all want a couple recommendations because, you know, I got you. I can put that up for you. You know what I'm saying? But anywho, y'all, y'all know I joke and play way too much. And I don't know. My voice is a little bit on rasp today. (laughs) So rock with me. Um, But yeah, anyway. So as I was trying to figure out what are we going to talk about on this episode of the Millennial Song Podcast. And I was having a difficult time because honestly, there's been only one thing on my mind for about a week. Now, this is breaking news because it's new to you, but not really new to my family per se. But I decided um, that I'm going to live in Italy for a month. Now, this breaking news might not sound so groundbreaking because I mean, I talked to some of my friends and they were like, yeah, it makes sense that the Millennial Song would travel. And I know that I've talked to you guys about traveling outside the country and exploring wine regions together. Drinking the wine made in these regions with the food that they eat in these regions alongside people from these places, it really does elevate your experience and it makes it a little more personal. And also all that information that's hard to digest when you are outside the country makes sense when you are actually experiencing it within the country. So or within that particular region, right? So, I'm excited about it um and I want to kind of well, I'm about to say something that ne- that's not necessarily true. Because I was going to say I want to be an example, but the truth is I want to experience <laughs> this for myself and I'm encouraging you guys to do it too. So, in this podcast, we're going to talk about why it's important to travel and experience wine within these specific regions that these wines are made. But I also want to give you some of the tips that I am following as I prepare for this amazing month in Italy. So number one, how do you choose your wine region for your wine trip? Well, what I did was, you know, factor what's important to me. I like to eat. (laughs) Right. So I went out of my way to look up different wine regions that have amazing food, but also a great wine presence. Y'all remember what grows together goes together. Now, I know that's like a wine cliche, but it is a true cliche. All right, and it's good to trust that logic. If you know that you wanna go to this region because they have amazing food, trust the process. The wines are most likely going to elevate that wine experience, well, excuse me, that food experience and vice versa. If you go to a region because you love the wine and you're not so sure about the food, still go. Again, that wine is going to elevate that food experience and vice versa. So trust that process and go and know that there are a lot of elements at play here that are adding to your wine experience. Come on, y'all. Let's go on back to elementary. What are our five senses? Understand that when you go out of the country, you are just like a baby. Sensory overload. Your eyes are big, your stomach is big, and you're just trying to taste and experience everything you can because it's all new. A couple weeks ago, I interviewed Kareem Moussi from the winery Alto Cedro. All right. (laughs) I don't know. Sometimes whispering helps me say things correctly. But anyway, (laughs) I open up a bottle of wine here in Maryland, United States of America, right? And immediately, just from one smell of the wine, not even a sip, I am flown back to Argentina when I when I went earlier this year and I'm sitting with Kareem and we're walking through the vineyard and I'm eating with his family and we're talking about the wine and the winery and all that jazz. Like there's so many memories that flooded me just from opening the wine and smelling it. And just remember guys, when you are outside of your comfort zone in this new region, experiencing new people, food and wine, your body is actually in survival mode, using all of its senses of sight, smell, hearing, taste, and touch to record and to keep you safe and to help you process this new culture. And then you go home, right? You open up a bottle of wine that comes from the same place you just visited And immediately your olfactory triggers you. You take a sniff or a sip and you are immediately flown back in time to a region that you absolutely love. You're hanging out with the people. You're speaking the language. You're eating the food and you're drinking the wine while still in America minding your business. Shout out to Larissa DeVos with her trademark wine is my passport because y'all it really is. And I want to give a quick shout out to Vino Del Sol. Thank you so much for that experience of Argentine wines and culture and food. But now, whenever I think of Argentina, I'm not just thinking about Malbec because they make way more than Malbec. But I'm thinking about all the different expressions of the terroir, of, you know, Mendoza, Argentina. I'm thinking about the people that I got to meet. I'm thinking about the delicious food that I got to eat. I'm thinking about the climate, the soil, everything. And it's not something I learned from a book. It's something I went out and experienced firsthand. Now, granted, there is a time and a place, you know, you need to read up on a culture. You need to understand where you're going. So, of course, re reread, do that. But I'm telling you, nothing beats being there in person because it helps all that information you've been reading on. It allows it to make sense, to be more tangible, for you to not overthink it because you've seen it, you've experienced it, you can better explain it. There's just something about actually going out and experiencing a culture and knowing it for yourself. Now, I absolutely can talk more about what to expect when you are in these other countries and all the benefits of that. And maybe I'll have a follow-up podcast, but I'll kind of want to move on and pivot to what I'm doing to prepare for my Italy trip. Now for the person who needs to hear it, don't you dare go to somebody else's country for a month and not try to learn someone's language. Okay. Americans. I know we speak English and guess what? Yes. English is actually a pretty common language. When you go to different countries, they cater to English speakers. It is true. But be respectful, download Duolingo, they got private classes that you can take on the weekly basis and practice daily on the app. There are plenty of other apps that you can use, but go out there and know how to speak the language of the culture that you are visiting, okay? Be respectful, don't assume just because everyone speaks English, guess what? You in a whole another country speak their language, at least try, okay? And it's also important to say, so I will be going to Sicily, right? Now, they have their own dialect. They're not actually really speaking Italian. <laughs> However, in, you know, the um, a lot of the touristy spots, they do speak Italian. And it's a little easier to learn Italian than it is Sicilian. So I am learning Italian so that I can be in the common spaces where they'll most likely be speaking Italian, but do research on the specific regions that you are visiting because they could have a different dialect or something that could make your studies not have any purpose. Just being transparent on that really do research on the language and then, you know, go into the next thought, the culture. I don't care if I'm traveling for a day or a month or planning to stay for a few years. I always research customs and culture of any region I'm visiting because you never know what's going to be offensive to a particular culture. Okay, what's acceptable in America might not be acceptable in Italy. I know that you know certain cultures shaking with your right hand is worse than frowned upon. I know that going to certain you know Asian cultures slurping and making noises while you eat that's actually a compliment to the chef. Pay attention to what is okay and what is not. On certain days, do I need to cover my head and my shoulders? Um, Is cleavage okay? All the things, but allowing yourself the opportunity to understand the culture. language. It really does eliminate a lot of obstacles that could potentially make itself known on your wine trip that could have been avoided. You know what I mean? Just make your life easier by adjusting to the customs and culture of wherever you're visiting. And I recommend joining different groups of wherever you're traveling to. So on Facebook, I am a part of many different Um, Italian, Italy, Sicilian groups, because I want to learn as much as possible from the people who have traveled before me or from natives from these different regions that I plan to visit. It's just a great way to get a a more tangible understanding of what you're getting yourself into. But you can also ask specific questions and um, voice different concerns you may have while traveling. Right now, I'm still planning this trip. My itinerary is bust wide open. Okay. I ain't got nothing on it really, <laughs> but I'm doing that for a reason. I think it's important that I just study, understand what I'm getting into, where I'm going, what are the top excursions I should do? And what are some private ones that are kind of off the beaten path that I will be comfortable with? Right right now I have to remember when I'm in the main center, uh, you know, city center and where all the tourists are, there will be speaking Italian. If I try to move outside of that, I will now be in a region where they're probably not speaking Italian, but Sicilian. And so I have to be realistic about that as I'm planning my days. I will keep you guys all updated on what all is going on as I am scheduling and planning this month in Sicily. But I wanted to give kind of a overview of what it is that I'm currently doing in my preparation for this trip. We're still trying to figure out everything, you know? So give yourself space and time as you schedule your next wine trip. But again, I want to encourage you to do it. Go out, experience wine with the people, with the food and the culture understand everything that you're studying, especially if you are, you know, someone who's interested in being within the wine industry, learning another language and experiencing other cultures is a vital key to being the most effective wine professional that you can possibly be. So I want to end this podcast with this, giving you guys a real uh, word of encouragement. So about four years ago, my best friend and I went to Thailand and, I don't know. We decided that's where we wanted to go and that's where we went, period, right? However, there were a lot of people telling us, um, specifically me, I don't know about Armisha, but they were saying to me, there's no point of going to Thailand if you're not going to be there at least two weeks to a month. The reality is how our work schedules were panning out. We only had a week to go, right? Right. I want to tell the person who feels like they don't have enough time, I only have a day, I only have two days and you know whatever the excuse is, go. Tomorrow's not promised. Like I I don't know why we live life like tomorrow is for sure sure going to be there for us, but it's not. So if you have the means and you have the opportunity and you have the time, take it, especially if your dream is to travel, especially if you've never even left your city before, Get out the city, get out the state, get out the country. You don't have to go in any particular order, but get out, okay? And for my people who are hesitant in traveling or thinking about traveling solo, um, I have another episode that we're going to follow up with this one, which is going to just talk about different resources that I've been coming across, different gadgets that should be helpful in traveling as safely as possible. So make sure you guys stay tuned and follow me on Instagram, TikTok, Patreon, YouTube, all the jazz, all the works so that you are connected but also in the know for when we finally have our Millennial Psalm group travel trips. Okay, now we are gonna find a better way to name that (laughs) because that's a lot of words. But (laughs) we will be having some group trips that I'm currently working on. You guys asked for it and I try to give you what you want. So follow me so you can follow my solo trips when I'm by myself, but also follow so that you will be in the know for when we have our first group trip which is probably gonna be in the states but if it's international baby we going international baby <laughs> okay so i love y'all so much see you for tasting thursday which starts back up this is the week after thanksgiving for any listeners who are wondering okay and i shall see you at six o'clock p.m eastern standard time on tiktok for our live tiktok tasting and then we'll also see you at seven o'clock p.m eastern standard time on instagram live for our live interview so i will see you then I love y'all so much. Deuces.
0: (laughs) Y'all know what time it is. The Millennial Song Podcast. Have a seat and grab a glass. Millennial Song Podcast. Time to wind down, swirl that glass. Open up. If you like how it's feeling, catch the fire, Turn it up. Y'all know what time it is. The Millennial Song Podcast. Have a seat and grab a glass. Millennial Song Podcast. No one down, swirl thick glass